Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It is Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Bidlin. Good morning, sir. You good? Morning. How are we doing? Uh, we're doing good. Rufus Peabody will join us on the show today, among other guests. Uh, co-founder of Unabated Sports, but Rufus, perhaps the most, one of the most famous bettors of his generation, uh, will be here. And this was the week, this is the week that he had made his fame on, Super Bowl Props Week. So he'll mm-hmm. join us towards the end of the show uh, to discuss his Super Bowl prop experience from this week, uh, how it's changed over the years, what it was like, what he's still betting, what he's still looking to bet, what he has bet already. Uh, and a warning, viewer warning, Rufus has grown a mustache and it is awful. <laughs> Just want to point that oh, out. You warned me before the show about Just it. Just warning everybody. <laughs> that alone is... Just worth going radio. I'm glad you brought it up, though. Yeah. People, when people surprise you with a mustache, oh, he, it, it always takes you a minute to adjust. He even texted me and said, "I'm just warning you. Here's a picture of me." That's a good. See, that's a nice heads up of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just roll into it. You can't roll into a TV show and be like, "Whoa, where'd Star- that go? startling." Will Hill, who I believe already has facial hair, he'll be here with us as well to talk uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Everything he's betting basketball wise, as will Drew Dinsick, Whale Capper. Analyst for NBC Sports, Bet the Edge podcast, and of course the Deep Dive podcast. He'll talk Super Bowl 57 with us and basketball as well. See if he's betting anything uh, throughout. We will also uh, run a clip from Brent Musburger's upcoming interview, exclusive interview with Billy Walters, the most famous sports better of all time. 
And specifically, the clip that we're going to run, Kelly, has to do with Billy's relationship with Phil Mickelson. Uh-huh. Yeah. See what uh, Billy had to say about that. It's a little sneak preview of that, uh, his relationship with uh, Phil Mickelson. Brent uh, asked the question. And for those who don't know, by the way, I have to go into my, I'll have to give some context about the whole, why did Phil Mickelson escape prosecution? It's a whole story. It's yeah. an amazing story. It's, I had to uh, I had to go back and, and and read up on it a little bit more last night because you there there was so much that happened right yeah. in that series in that short period of time really when you look back at it now yeah that yeah it's I had to catch up with like okay what happened and that happened and that happened yeah and it, it is it's fascinating stuff though we'll, we'll the, get into it and the full interview airs Thursday night correct here, I believe, of- nine p.m. Eastern six p.m. Pacific right here at Veasan um, let us begin though. With the king, King James, setting the all-time record for the most points ever in the history of the National Basketball Association. A 38-point performance needed 36 last night to eclipse the uh, 38,387 points of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron James now at the top, 38,390. He, I mean... You know, Kelly, in retrospect, because we were speculating, which is the game that he's going to break the record? You could bet on this. Yesterday, I don't know if you had this feeling too, as the game was approaching, it, it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, we had this wrong the whole time. Of course it was going to be this game. Yeah. Because everybody was invited. It was, it was almost like they're like, oh, no, we're making sure he breaks it tonight. And he did by the end of the third quarter. LeBron's showing up, looking dressed to the nines, looking flashy too. His kids are there. His yeah. wife is there. I mean, to be fair, you and I did look at some of the props after the show. We just, I just didn't think there was any value. It was well, like thirty-five we, plus points well, and plus one twenty. We did say yesterday, if you're going to bet anything, bet the plus money on tonight. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, first now in all-time points. Keep in mind, he's also fourth all-time in steal in, in assists, rather fourth in assists, ninth in steals, ninth all-time in threes. Four-time NBA champion, of course. He has been to the finals, Kelly, 10 times in his 20-year mm-hmm. career. 19-time All-Star. I mean, what can you say? And, and never a hint of scandal throughout it all. Yes, there was the decision, which was the, uh, you know, one could argue the only blemish on his 20 years in the NBA. Other than that, the way it was done, not the outcome of it. Uh, other than that, you couldn't ask for a more regal, you know, guy to do this. 20 years in the NBA, averaging, you know, 27-plus points a game throughout. He has averaged 25 points a game in every season, 25-plus points a game in every season, except for his rookie year where he averaged 20-plus. 27.23 points a game is his career average. He breaks the all-time scoring record on 2723. Oh, stat muse. Clever. Oh, who was the guy yesterday, the comedian, who was like, what happens if uh, right now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just rips off his shirt and there's an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey underneath it, and he break, and he takes the record back? <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> tweet. Awesome. That was my favorite tweet. <laughs> phenomenal. Kareem joins the Thunder for one last hit. <laughs> hey, they need a big man. Everybody had jokes last night. Here's NBA memes. Udonis Haslam, 31,826 <laughs> points away from breaking LeBron's all-time scoring record. He's close. <laughs> But we're, we're going to let Colin Coward and those types do the whole, hey, LeBron versus Jordan. That's going to, everybody's going to say that again. That's going to be, re, you know, uh, revived today. 
I'll always be a Jordan guy because that's who I grew up on. Sure. And, and to me, the biggest difference is that game last night, Michael Jordan would have never lost that game last night. Never that's the lost first that thing. game. OKC wins at 133 to 130. Stopped for a ceremony with 10 seconds left in a quarter. You were surprised by that, but that's, I mean, that's sports. Like Barry Bonds okay. breaks the home run record. They do that too. No, I know, but it's different. I, I I was thinking about that, but it's it it's different to me in a game that has a clock. It's different to me. Why, why couldn't you wait till the end of the third quarter, right? Why, why couldn't you let ten that seconds? Awkward, that was an awkward ten seconds, wasn't it? It, right, yeah. it, this, it lasted ten minutes long. I just I don't. I had a lot of questions about that. It was the well was okay. This was clearly the plan all along. What if there was a minute left in the fourth quarter, and it was a two-point game. That like, would have been awkward. Like, were we still going to yes. do the same thing? Yes, we would have. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll quickly just say, Gil, this is, it, he's one of those guys that, look, we've been working in media for the vast bulk of his career, you know, uh, you for the entirety of his career, us doing different sports sports talk shows and stuff like that, and it's, I, I don't think, I don't, I can think, I think I could put myself in the camp of a lot of people out there of, We've spent a lot of time talking about this guy and never given him his due credit. And his due credit is he is one of the greatest of all time, no matter how you want to chop that up. It is It is what you're saying is right. It, it It's almost as if, no matter how much credit he's been given, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. We've sat here for years picking apart and comparing him to Jordan and stuff like that when they're different players, different, different eras. Different entirely. And, and I, I said it last week. I said the, the amazing thing to me about LeBron is – uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, score first. Carl Malone, score first. All these guys at the top of that scoring list, you know, scores first. Even MJ, you're like, you know, he does a lot of things. He was great on defense. Still score first. still a score first. Yeah. LeBron James, he, I guess he was a score first, but I don't, like, think of him that he, way. I don't think he was. Because I don't think he was. Yeah. He, I, I, he is about to be, and he's 38 years old, shows no signs of slowing down. Uh, he's, he's, again, at 38,390. If he gets to 40,000, which all indications are that he will, right? He will have a career, and we're talking a career when we're talking about total uh, points, rebounds, and assists, a career 40-point triple-double. It's incredible. In in the thousands. And so that's just off the charts beyond. I mean, he, and he, he lived up to all the hype, Kelly. All the hype. All of it. All the that's. I mean, that's right there, yes. right? That's where. How can you? He's one of the most hyped athletes ever, and he lived up to it all. Congratulations to everybody who hit that bet for the, that he, you know, would break it against the Thunder. Um, in retrospect, it was just so obvious that he would break it with with everybody there. there so there was a couple yeah. obvious things. Like by the time I kind of really caught on to it last night, Gil, it was second quarter should have been pounding live overs. Nobody was playing defense in that Nobody. game. The Thunder don't really have a rim protector right now. By the way, LeBron wasn't playing defense. Le- LeBron as you said. was the biggest Olay yeah. defense I've ever yeah. seen of his entire career. <laughs> Anybody drove to the basket, he had a. He, there was a few times I saw him with a chance to challenge. It was. Nah, I'm just gonna. Stop Stop here. You take your layup. It's okay. Uh, the other thing that happened yesterday before LeBron broke the record in sports uh, and has to do with sports betting, of course, is you catch the uh, the Aaron Rodgers. I'm going on a four day dark retreat. <laughs> so, listen, I understand uh, mental health is a is a big thing these days, and so I don't begrudge Aaron Rodgers for wanting to go on a four day dark retreat. If you wanted to go, Kelly, I'd be like, sure, go have have at it. Well, you're it's joining just, him next week, right? It's just the fact that it's Aaron Rodgers, and I'm so sick of this dude. And everybody covering every move. Last year, remember when Ryan Clark went on ESPN and goes, I'm not doing this with you all this year. And I said, I'm with you. Forget it. Just 
Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers' next team odds. And by the way, this four-day uh, dark retreat, which is Aaron Rodgers by himself, in a dark no hut. communication, in a dark hut. With apparently a little slot that he Con- gets handed food. Contemplating his future. He's allowed yeah. to walk out, by the way. He said that. I could walk oh, out if I want. I didn't catch that. Part. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's a free man. Well, is it like, in a, like, a, like an escape room? It's like, it's like a panic button? It's, it's, not a, it's not a bondage situation. <laughs> he's okay to go. But he's going to try to make it for it. And, and he is contemplating his future. Will he play? Won't he play? The interesting thing about these odds on his next team, courtesy of DraftKings, is it doesn't matter what Aaron Rodgers says about his next team because he doesn't control that. Yeah. Yes. The Raiders are minus 390. Does somebody know something? I, I, Gil, I don't know except for I, I'm guessing this is just stuff based off of what he said while he was at Pebble but Beach he last doesn't, week. It doesn't matter it doesn't what matter. he says. It doesn't matter. I, he's, uh, it won't be San Fran. Well, it won't be if you call San Francisco San Fran. That's the first thing. <laughs> but even that, even that, right, Gil? Like, they shouldn't be... What are they, 20 to 1 on here? They shouldn't be 20 to no, 1. No team should be this big of a favorite because it's not up to him. Unless you're the Green Bay Packers. Right? Unless, unless it's the Packers. The correct. Packers are 3 to are three to 1. The Jets are somehow now back down to 6 to 1, which right. is odd. Right. Because that was the that was the favorite here at one point, or the short shot anyway. Um, so the Jets are 6 to 1, and then everybody else is double digits and beyond. And every one of those other teams seems unlikely, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, three to one is approaching the point where you might bet the Packers. Yeah, where I might actually throw a few bucks on the Packers. That's not a horrible bet. I I mean, three to one for one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league with a massive, I mean, it's going to be a massive deal to pull off actually trading him. Three to one for him just to stay put. How long would you last if you went four? If you were like, I'm going four days, darkness, no communication. How long would you last? An hour and 22 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm hungry. I'm going to go under. And the shrooms are hitting me now. Get me out of here. Shrooms are involved. Wow. <laughs> Drew Dinsick on the other side. Numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. And fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin is here as well. The other thing that happened yesterday, which was just oh so amusing. Basketball Kanye said some stuff yesterday. Oh, man. Kyrie Irving, after his first practice with the Dallas Mavericks, said he uh, he felt, quote, really wanted by his new team, a stark contrast to feeling, quote, very disrespected, unquote, at times during his turbulent three-and-a-half-season tenure with the Brooklyn Nets. I just know I want to be places where I'm celebrated and not just tolerated or just kind of dealt with in a way that doesn't make me feel respected. Oh my God! Hey Kyrie, if you're uh, if you if you take it uh, like that when they pay sixty cents on the dollar for you, sure. They, if that's you being wanted, go ahead. <laughs> most I, most delusional dude ever. We decided he needed to spend some time with, with Aaron Rodgers, right? We we thought as Kyrie's uh, professional advisors, we think he needs to spend more time with Aaron Rodgers. Good call. Self reflect. Other thing about the Nets in the aftermath of the trade. KD, Kevin Durant, engaged in conversations with owner Joe Sy and general manager Sean Marks on the direction of the franchise. Hey, what direction are you going in? We're going north. Yeah, those, report, uh, those reports are odd. To, their yes, ability sir. to be a championship contender, sources telling ESPN on Tuesday. So far, the Nets have insisted to Durant and inquiring teams that the organization has no intention of moving in prior to Thursday afternoon's trade deadline. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. Yeah. It would seem tough to get a deal done between now and then, but I'm not ruling it completely out yet. So far, a whimper. Trade deadline. Nothing. Nothing much. Drew Densick joins us, everybody. He loves an NBA trade deadline. I know that much about him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He is the uh, (laughs) co-host of the Deep Dive podcast with uh, Andy Molitor and NBC Sports Bet the Edge at whale underscore capper. How you doing, Drew? 
Oh, not too, not too bad. I like your, uh, your points on Kyrie Irving trade. Uh, I had high hopes that when, you know, when you, when the news trickled across that there was uh, a trade request, uh, of course, people go right to the ESPN trade machine and they're cooking up some fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, and, uh, there were like 10 of them out there that I was like, well, that's, that's a win-win. That's a win-win. That's a win-win. This was a lose-lose. And it is a bigger lose for us, the fans, because now Brooklyn is not realistically going to make any noise in the Eastern conference, right. which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, and Dallas is still a, an absolute mess. I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know what we're going to take away from the last uh, couple of months of this team in the regular season. I don't know how these players are going to fit together. Uh, I get, I get it. Having a second banana who could take a little bit of the scoring load off of uh, Luca should in theory, um, you know, keep him a little bit fresher for uh, you know, a playoff run, but, but um, the team is so thin now and really just lacks any kind of defense of anything. Uh, I don't know that they're going to be out of the first round. I don't know if they're going to be in the final eight. Uh, realistically, like the Western conference, even as weak as it is, this is not an obvious team that is going to be in the, uh, uh, in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, it's, it, this was a mess. And I think, you know, to your point about Durant, um, fingers very much fingers crossed that the nets deal him um, to a Western conference quasi contender, because that would make the Western conference playoffs a lot more fun uh, as it stands now with him on this roster. They look like a, you know, a one and done in the playoffs. And, uh, and that's a shame. Uh, I would rather see the West be more competitive. Kevin Durant would make that happen. And uh, clearly the nets don't seem to have a plan that looks like they're going to compete for a title anytime soon. So uh, might as well move on and get what you can get for him. Yeah. All, all the Kyrie trade did was take bets, potential bets off the table. Yeah. Give me, exactly. a, give me a Pelicans, Kevin Durant trade, Drew. Give me, give oh, me that. Let me see nice. Durant and Zion. Come on. Ooh, that'd be nice. Let me just ask you what I asked uh, a couple people earlier this week, which is Western Conference Finals right now. Who are the two teams? You had to guess. Grizzlies and Nuggets, probably. I mean, that's a very boring answer. I feel more confident that the Grizzlies are going to make a run this year than the Nuggets. The Nuggets look like paper tigers to me in a lot of ways. And yeah, Jokic clearly your MVP. He is clearly doing things we've never seen uh, before. And, you know, at, at, particularly on the offensive side of the ball and, um, you know, is, is the rightful MVP favorite, but uh, that's not a playoff caliber squad in terms of depth. And, and uh, you lose a little bit of the juice that you get from having your home court games at altitude in the playoffs. And so that's going to hurt the nuggets to a degree. Um, Grizzlies, I would say still once they're at full health in the playoffs are going to be a very tough out. Uh, I love that they kind of made it to the second round last year. So they got there, you know, got a little bit of the taste of what it feels like to win and lose a playoff series against the elite competition. Um, and, uh, you know, getting to the Western conference finals is the next logical step for that young core. Um, and I guess, I mean, you can't rule out the Clippers, even though I'm very lukewarm on them. You can't rule out the Warriors, even though they're looking like they're driving directly for a play in uh, game, which is very dangerous. Uh, and, you know, I think um, if there was a team on buying low on at the moment, it's the Suns, just because I think the Suns can win the Pacific. They can get a top four seed. They can have a first round home playoff series. Um, but you know, again, the idea that that team is going to have juice to, you know, make it past where they failed last year is, uh, is a little bit, uh, uninspiring. So, um, I look, mean, yeah. look at those Western conference odds though. They are fat. Like the nuggets are plus plus three fifty. The Clippers are four to one. The Grizzlies are five to one. The Warriors are plus six fifty, and the Mavs and Suns seven, one to seven to one and eight to one respectively. It's all flat incrementally yeah. different for me. Yeah. It's all flat earth. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah. So by definition, one of those teams is super value. It would seem, but which is yeah, it? I, 
Yeah, I would. I would still lean Grizzlies. Uh, like the coach, like the depth, uh, resilient injury, and um, you know, presumably with Stephen Adams and JJJ back for a playoff run, like that's a that is a really nice defensive core. Um, so yeah, gr- Grizzlies are past for me in the West right now. What do you like today? Uh, today in the NBA, I have at edges on Utah at minus five, even though they've been, they've been performing poorly lately. Uh, Minnesota gave you just an absolute uh, laughable at level of effort last night at altitude. Now they go with the back-to-back uh, Denver to Utah. Um, not, you know, just the, the, the kiss of death from the league. Um, and uh, so I played Utah full game minus five. I like Houston first half uh, Houston and San Antonio right now are doing the absolute most aggressive rug pulling I've ever seen. <laughs> in the second half of games. So yeah. if you have an edge on Houston or San Antonio, you can really only touch that first half. Um, so I'm going to play Houston first half. And then um, the Miami heat, I'm showing a decent edge over the Indiana Pacers here. Um, I think that game is going, you know, I think that game's going to go up uh, realistically, uh, Indiana, a little bit of a t- tough spot right now in terms of motivation. What are they playing for? What are they doing at the trade deadline here? So could see some surprise guys sitting there and I wouldn't, wouldn't be, wouldn't, uh, uh, wouldn't be surprised if six and a half are gone. Come tip tip off by edge. You mean you have bet you have bets on them, actual wagers on them. Yeah. 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 So I, okay. yeah, Miami, although I should note after a very, very hot start to February, this week has been bad and I blame the trade deadline. Uh, there's definitely a lot of there. There's a little bit of a, Hey, we, uh, we desperately need the all-star break to get here. All of these teams feel like they need breaks badly. Um, and they're kind of taking it this week with the super bowl, sucking up all the attention and LeBron's chase for the tight, you know, the points title, taking up all the attention. Uh, it's felt, I felt like the effort we've gotten from some of these teams who are, yeah. um, you know, on, it's a little bit of a cruise control vibe, which is annoying me this week. It's a good call. And it's, it's something that we've brought up on this show many, many times, and this applies to baseball as well. Pre-All-Star game, I used to say post-All-Star game in baseball, like those last two weeks in July used to always jack up everything I was doing. And it was it was something that you couldn't really wrap your arms around. It was like, are these guys just lollygagging back into into the, uh, you know, the scheduling of things, the scheme of things? Uh, It's funny, before the NBA All-Star break, it seems to sort of behave the same way. Um, Yeah. 100% 100% agreed. Were you involved in any of the LeBron stuff bet-wise last night? Uh, I had some action on uh, him to break the record last night, and unfortunately I put more of my stake on him to break the record in the fourth quarter than I did on just breaking the record last night. Oh, um, yeah. And, yeah, 10 seconds away. 10 that, seconds uh, away. <laughs> yeah. It was, still a, it was still a cool scene. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people just was just firing off absurd hot takes about just restart the game, blah, blah. Like, this is <laughs> you – know, take your game. time. Take your time. Like, if you – you remember uh, Cal Ripken when he broke the Iron Man streak? Yes. Like, yes. they – he does the trot around the whole field mm-hmm. and high fives everyone. Uh, Mark McGuire breaking the, uh, the the Roger Maris home run record. It was literally like is they bring his kids down from the stands. Everybody's crying and getting photos like, you know, guys, this is this is something you're only ever going to see once in your life. You probably we are never going to see this broken like you know, he's going to play for another three, four years here. This is going to be an unbreakable record. Um, and, you know, it's you should soak it in like this stuff is very 
cool. Seeing yeah. Tiger Woods win the Masters in 2019. Cool. Unbelievable moment. Like, we do. You we, know, seeing Messi win the World Cup. Like these moments, you, you know, you, you got to savor them. You can't be a uh, you can't be a contrarian. We do. We, we become so jaded. You got to savor these moments. And you're right. The, this one will, will not be broken in our lifetime. Drew, that's for sure. Um, The Cal Ripken one was the best. 2,131 consecutive games of (laughs) showing up, baby. Let's take our laps. They grooved two (laughs) fastballs to him. He knocked him out of the park as well. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Coming back, more Drew Didzik Super Bowl 57 on the other side. Aggressive rug pulling, substituting for tanking these days. Coming back, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betters, reveals what's in his upcoming tell all book in a one hour special Thursday here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Brent Musburger sat down with Walters this week to discuss his life growing up in Kentucky, his move out to Vegas, how he rose to fame as Vegas' most feared sports better, his relationship with golfer Phil Mickelson, his time in prison, and much more. Go to VEASAN.com for a sneak peek, including Walters' lean for Sunday's Super Bowl, and tune in for the full interview at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, on Thursday exclusively, right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And we will run a clip uh, specifically involving... Uh, Brent asking Billy about his thoughts on Phil Mickelson. And we'll give some context to the old uh, Phil Mickelson involvement in the Billy Walter saga here uh, coming up after we talk to Drew. By the way, Drew, um, well, before we get to this, I want to read some tweets. Because <laughs> I, I have some context here. Because I'm doing the Megapod after the show. And Tim Lawson, who uh, does the uh, Better Life podcast. Yeah. Which is, which is we, we love Tim and we love going on that podcast. Um, Tim is the unofficial historian of the Beating the Book podcast and the Megapod. And he noted this, he said, uh, because we're going to go through a bunch of historical Megapod notes when we do the Megapod, but he says, uh, Drew Dinsick's first Megapod appearance was week seven of 2020. He has been on for every wildcard episode since then, six total appearances, regular and postseason. How about that? I love it, man. That and that doesn't include the tennis ones. That's just the megapod. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a whole nother category. Appreciate it, man. Um, we'll get to some <laughs> tweets here momentarily. Um, all right, let's talk Super Bowl fifty seven. Ooh. Yeah. What so let's here we are. We're we're just a few days away now. Mm-hmm. Your bet let's reiterate. What are your bets that you have in pocket? What are you still thinking about betting? So I've talked myself into quite the pretzel here. <clears throat> pretzel. Um, <laughs> throughout my life, you know, and you know this, Gil, if we get to the end of a regular season, oh, prices, yeah. markets, markets are tight. Yeah. Prices are fair. You get to the end of a tennis tournament. Prices are fair. Mm-hmm. Like there's just not a lot of uncertainty by the time you get to this point in the season. And so I have trained my brain through the years to be like, there are no big edges in the big game. Cool off, man. Chill out. Just enjoy the end of the season. You're you're at the finish line. You had a good season. You won money. You're at the finish line. Chill out. And yet this price is dead freaking wrong. This is the wrong price. I know it in my heart. And so I'm looking at the board and I'm like, okay, uh, do I go ham and say, look, this is the most liquid market with the wrong price I'm going to see in a long time? Or do I, uh, you know, just like live with the reality that, you know, hey, there's maybe there's something that I don't understand or I don't know about this matchup that I'm missing and this is actually going to be a competitive game. Uh, And so 
either I go, you know, go ham here and, you know, and, and reap the rewards if they, if the chiefs ultimately blow doors, uh, or I, uh, you know, I, 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 I stick with my normal mathematical staking, which I believe in, uh, and just kind of live with the result. Uh, and you know, and, and after the fact, if it's close and then just be like, yeah, okay, it was, it was a good market, but, um, I am nowhere, you know, I'm nowhere near Eagles minus two Eagles minus minus one twenty here. I have a realistically, uh, you know, significant edge here towards the chiefs based on the way I priced this game. Uh, and you know, I've so far, at least I've staked chiefs money line. I've taken chiefs plus one and a half. Um, and you know, I'm not overstaked here. I'm not going crazy yet. Um, but everyone I talk to are coming to the same kind of handful of points here, which I think are extremely relevant in this handicap. And, uh, and you know, it started with kind of doubt about the Eagles quarterback being healthy. You know, I didn't love the way that he has thrown the ball since he's come back from his shoulder injury. His completion percentage over expectation has fallen appreciably from what we saw from him in the beginning part of the season. Um, the uh, the average depth of target is down and he still is not completing balls at the same rate he was earlier in the season. And on top of all this, like just doesn't pass the eye test. The deep ball was there against the Niners and he couldn't make those throws. Uh, and now you put him in a, you know, the the pressure type of situation in the Super Bowl, which he's never been in before. Uh, uh, and, you know, ask him to do it against the Chiefs team that's going to be able to score t- into the high 20s, 30s. And you're saying, hey, man, like if you don't get into the high 20s, 30s, you're not winning this game. Uh, this feels like you have a realistic potential where he's coming out and either he can't do it physically or the mental part of the, you know, this moment is too big. And he looks like he looked against the Bucks in the playoffs last year. And I think there are there's just a long tail here where the Eagles are not competitive and they're not scoring. Uh, and everybody's gone out of their way to kind of focus on the fact that they're good at every every other position and the offensive line is so amazing and their running game is so spectacular. Yeah, that's fine. But if the, if Pat Mahomes is lighting you up because you play, you know, a soft zone defense and, you know, he's fully healthy and, you know, he has Travis Kelsey, who is an enormously important mismatch, uh, you know, for the chiefs offense against the Eagles defense, like this could get out of hand, you know, two score lead. Jalen hurts. Good luck, buddy. Like go, go answer with the chiefs for the rest of this game. Like I, I, I just, I'm see way too many game States where the Eagles are in trouble here. Uh, and the idea that we're getting the best quarterback that we've ever seen play the game just from a number standpoint as a dog in the super bowl is mind melting to me. I mean, this is a you know, perfect conditions, perfect weather, you know, two weeks of his ankle to recover. Uh, you know, you're uh, except for McCole Hardman, you have now a full complement of weapons, at least that he's been used to all season. You have Andy Reid, who's now in his fourth super bowl. Mahomes in his third, the diff, the disparity and experience between coach and quarterback in this super bowl is, is a, is a grand Canyon. Uh, and you know, it, this is, Amazing to me that number one, people expect this to be a shootout with both offenses just operating, you know, perfectly uh, efficiently. Uh, and, you know, number two, that the Chiefs would be dogs in this guy game. I, I'm I'm still like just absolutely, um, you know, dumbfounded why the market hasn't come around on the Chiefs being the better team here. And, you know, it's it's I'm going to go down with the ship one way or the other. Uh, yeah. but I'm, I'm either going to feel like I left money on the table if the chiefs do well, uh, or I'm going to feel like, uh, an idiot if, uh, you know, this was a, a fair market. Well, I'm with you. I'm on the chiefs. I, I won't lie to you. It sounds like by, by game time that you will go ham to use, your, <laughs> to use, <laughs> to use your terminology. Yeah, I would bet on that too, Gil. <laughs> it really, that was a very passionate speech to not go ham is what I'm saying. Uh, so that sounds like, did you bet any associated props then correlated to that conviction? 
Yeah. So, so far I've got, I've got a decent amount of staking here. Um, you know, outside of the ridiculous ones, like, you know, halftime show and, and national anthem and stuff. I have uh, Eagles team total under 20 and a half at two to one. Uh, I have longest completion for Jalen hurts under 37 and a half. I have Jalen hurts over one, over a half interception uh, at plus plus one ten. Uh, my best price on chiefs money line. I got plus plus one fourteen uh, the week of the, uh, the opener. Uh, but I got a decent stake on that. So I'm feeling you know, that that's, that's my biggest skin in this game. Um, and as we get closer, like you said, like if, if I go ham, I think I'm just going to pepper some alts here because again, there's like, there's a long tail here. Okay. The somewhat known in my mind is that the chiefs are going to get into the high twenties, low thirties. Right. That's to me, a tight distribution of how they finish this game in terms of total points. Mm-hmm. The Eagles distribution to me has a long tail to them scoring 14, 10, even three. Like I can see the Eagles offense just completely deer in the headlights here. So let, uh, let me and, just stop you know, not being I, competitive. Cause sure. I, th- I think regardless of your conviction on this game, even if you're betting on the Eagles, like that statement that you just made, I think reasonable minds ought to agree with that. Right. Like that, that the, the, points distribution for the Chiefs is more defined and that the Eagles have a much wider variant of outcomes. And there is that scenario. And we've talked about this all the time these last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's been 10 days, so we probably said it too many times, <laughs> but it gets lost in 10 days, which is the Eagles, it's not their fault. They can only play the teams in front of them. Their biggest win, one could argue, is against the Lions. Because they've <laughs> played such a relatively easy yeah. schedule. And it's amazing to say that about a team that's just about to play in the Super Bowl. They have been able to get ahead of their opponents by and large and play to their game script. Washington threw a monkey wrench into that. We saw what happened. Right. Um, so that's a that's a tough thing to handicap, right? Because if, if the Eagles then fall behind, you're right. Like, it could get out of hand. That's a possible scenario where it's really, do, do we really see the opposite as a possibility, I would say no. Yeah. And I, like I can, the, the, the closest analog I can point to here for the Eagles is the Rams. When they went up against the Patriots, you had the inexperience in that moment of McVay and Jared Goff. And, um, you know, they completely laid an egg in that Super Bowl against the more experienced Belichick and Brady. And I think, you know, and, and yeah, that was a much better defense in terms of just concepts, I guess, but Steve Spagnuolo, he's been around the block a bunch. He's, you know, he, he is. And honestly, like the way that the chiefs like to defend, if they are having success on first and second down, keeping the Eagles, you know, into uh, kind of a disadvantaged third downs. If, if they can do that once out of every, uh, you know, three, three sets of downs, uh, then the Eagles are cooked because the Eagles on third and long, like best of luck to you. Like we're bringing, we are bringing the zone blitz. We are going to frustrate and fluster hurts. He's going to have to either get it done on the ground. And at that point, if you're third and seven, third and nine, that becomes very difficult or he's going to have to make precision passes down the sidelines. And I just haven't seen it from him in so long at this point that I don't believe it's uh, it's highly likely that he's going to be able to do it. So um, that's where I'm at here. And you know, right. Hey, ball can bounce in crazy ways. It's an oblong football penalties, turnovers, all that stuff could end up mattering. But uh, for me, at least this is cheap surpass. Drewski, appreciate it as always, man. Best of luck, guys. Enjoy the big game. You too. Be happy you weren't on Alejandro Tabula with me last night. <laughs> squandering three, I am happy. three match points squandered. Brutal. Drew Densing, everybody. At whale underscore capper. Uh, we will come back. Billy Walters. Brent with Billy on Phil Mickelson. And how did Phil Mickelson avoid jail time after all this time? All that on a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network.
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Here's how it works. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager's settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as, uh, issued rather, as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER as always. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Skill Alexander. Um, Billy Walters. 
the greatest. Yeah, here's the thing. Billy Walters, by the way, exclusive VSIN interview tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Brent Musburger interviewing. And I think the best way to sort of give context to Billy Walters for those who are unfamiliar is uh, when we were doing primetime action, Kelly, you will remember that Roxy Roxborough uh, was was adjacent to the studio. I called him in. I'm like, hey, Roxy, let's do a segment. Isaiah got upset about it. But in that segment, Billy Walters had one of the great, uh, excuse me, uh, Roxy Roxborough had one of the greatest quotes about Billy Walters of all time, which is, was he the greatest sports better who ever lived? Oh, no, pardon me. Was he the greatest handicapper who ever lived? Maybe. Was he the greatest sports better who ever lived? Unquestionably. Mm -hmm. That is who Billy Walters is. And uh, so many tentacles to this interview that Brent did with Billy Walters. Here's a clip about Billy's relationship with Phil Mickelson. Tell me how you, how you met Phil Mickelson. I met Phil Mickelson in 2006 at the AT&T. I'd made the cut, uh, the amateur cut, which was uh, quite an accomplishment. And I was playing with uh, Frederick, Frederick Jakobson, and I happened to be paired in the same group with, uh, with Phil, and clearly I knew who he was, and I got a real strong impression that he, who, he knew who I was because in the first round of golf, we, we, we talked about sports from the time we teed off until the time we came in. I was around a bookmaker who, uh, in Las Vegas who said that Phil Mickelson came in and made a big preseason bet on the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl the year they won it. And he said, Phil's been losing to me ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and he won that. But Phil winds up owing you a lot of money. Does that come about through sports betting? Or, like, I can't imagine. You, know, you were a good golfer, but I can't imagine you beating Phil regularly. Well, first of all, you're right. I never beat him regularly playing golf. Well, we played golf together. And uh, I would say it was probably tit for tat. But uh, as far as uh, Phil owing me any money, uh, we had a gambling relationship that lasted for six years. Uh, From my perspective, I think it was more than that. I think we became friends. And uh, the book that I've written, uh, it will go into detail about uh, what that relationship was. It included uh, the trial that I was involved with in the Southern District of the New York. Insider trading insider accusations trading. by the federal government, right? Well, actually, they, they end up being proven. So, I, But but anyway, so much for that. Uh, the way things worked out, Phil and I no longer have the relationship we have today. I was told that you feel that if Phil had agreed to testify that you would not have been found guilty, true or false? I, I think that's in the public already out there, and I think I've already said that, and yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. So let me give context to that because I cannot wait to to hear the rest of this. Um, so Billy Walters um, was convicted. He was sentenced to five years in prison, was ordered to pay $10 million uh, after being convicted of insider trading in 2017, out of prison, uh, if you recall, because at uh, the age of 73 during the pandemic, Walters was considered vulnerable to COVID-19 uh, which was surging in prisons across the U.S., so he was uh, released from prison in 2022. But what he was saying there about, you know, what Brent was uh, alluding to there, Billy Walters is quoted as saying, here's a guy talking about Phil Mickelson, that all he had to do was come forward and tell the truth, 
That was all he had to do. The guy wouldn't do that because he was concerned about his image. He was concerned about his endorsements. My God, in the meantime, a man's life is on the line. He's going to go to prison. So let's backtrack now. So this is, it's an amazing story about how Phil Mickelson, one of the most famous golfers in our lifetime, mm-hmm. avoided prosecution. Uh, and it goes back to Billy Walters meeting uh, Tom Davis in the mid-90s. Tom Davis was a board member of the Dallas-based company Dean Foods, one of the largest dairy processors in the country. And Davis was one of these guys who uh, was not a good gambler, lost $200,000 blackjack at the Cosmo, stole $100,000, stole $100,000 from a shelter for battered women in Dallas for which he had raised funds in the past. Davis used the money to pay for a surprise party for his wife, then he took another $50,000 from the shelter. Just not a good guy. Yikes. And so he ultimately paid back the charity, but he did so with money that he borrowed from Billy Walters. And so in time, he had borrowed over a million dollars from Billy Walters. And in 2011, they concocted a scheme, and this was all prosecuted, so I'm not speaking out of turn here, where they were going to really in essence, and this is what they were convicted for, do some insider trading. Now, insider trading, because Davis was on the board of Dean Foods, he was able to, through a different cell phone, they had a whole system worked out, but essentially, Billy Walters, the federal government proved, was able to profit from either realized or unrealized profits and avoiding losses, basically netted out to $43 million in the end. And so... Davis then ends up singing, right? He ends up cooperating because he was up for like, you know, 120 years in jail or something. So he ends up singing, and that's how the the prosecution occurs. Now, here's the thing about, here's where Phil Mickelson comes in, and this comes into U.S. law, and here's the fascinating part. Insider trading is not a, is, is, is a very vague thing in federal criminal law. It's, it's not, Congress never passed anything specifically worded about insider trading, so you've ended up having prosecutors basically improvising, bringing insider trading cases under other statutes that were, you know, designed for, for business fraud cases. Anyway, it's not clear what constitutes insider trading. And so you've had different laws. So f- here's how it happened. So this guy, Tom Davis, is the tipster, the insider. He gives it to Billy Walters, Party B, who's the tippy, the guy getting the insider information. All their, while they're doing all that stuff, which we just documented, Billy Walters, Party B, let's call it Party A, B, and C, is also giving this information to Phil Mickelson, who had befriended. Let's call Phil Mickelson Party C. The reason that Phil Mickelson didn't get prosecuted is because he lucked out into a window of time. Prior, just prior to the, this case being tried in courts, there was a, a different case in New York where they determined that if you were Party C, meaning you had no contact with the actual insider, that it went through a, a, another party. Right. Little game that you here. couldn't get prosecuted. And so Phil Mickelson and the Billy Walters case got prosecuted right after that was established. Right after Phil Mickelson was therefore deemed not to be able to, to get prosecuted because of this precedent that was already set in New York, there was a subsequent case in California where that was reversed, and it was deemed that Party C, even if you didn't have direct contact with the insider, Party A, you could actually get prosecuted. So the net of that is, 
And this was wonderfully described by Jeffrey Tubin, who is now the disgraced sort of CNN legal uh, analyst. We won't get into why he was disgraced. That's a whole other story. Um, but essentially, if Phil Mickelson had been prosecuted before December 2014 or after December 2016, he'd be toast. It's wild. But because it was in that window, he skated. It's a fascinating story. That is the only reason, Kelly, why Phil Mickelson, known to all as, you know, multiple major winner, yeah. avoided federal prosecution. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, hearing more yeah. from Billy uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, Thursday, tomorrow night. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Thursday, um, 9 p.m. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m., 6 p.m. Pacific. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that, right? Because that's the, you know, the whole reason he's getting that, the, you know, that information from Billy, right, is because of gamb- these gambling debts that he had. And this is well, so that's the part, right? So, Phil, same way that that Tom Davis owed Billy Walters money, Phil Mickelson, because of gambling debts, owed, owed Billy, Billy Walters, yeah. money, and that was their way of getting Billy Walters paid back. You profit from this insider trading, which, by the way, they proved happened. All Phil Mickelson did had to do in the end was pay all the money that he profited right. back. He never admitted any wrongdoing, anything. And Billy Walters, as Brent's interview just pointed out there, believes that if he were able to testify, Billy Walters would have never gone to jail. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's also like this live stuff has gone so far now that people forget, right, almost, that Phil was at the beginning and he, lar- he took a large chunk of money. There's a reason why. Remember that Roxy Rocks pro quote. Roxy had more interaction with Billy through the years than anything as the Las Vegas sports consultant founder. Is he the greatest handicapper of all time? Maybe. Is he the greatest sports better of all time? Unquestionably. We'll come back. Will Hill on the other side. Numbers game. Visa, the sports betting network. Hey, Sarah. I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.